Hello, and welcome to Skywire's Beyond the Page, the podcast where we delve into the deeper side of Skysoft's stories and characters. Every month, we analyze, theorize, and hypothesize about all things Skysoft with a cast member. I'm your host, Daniel Andrade. Today we have a very special episode in which we'll be talking to someone from Skysoft's behind-the-scenes crew. So I'm very excited to have Liz Land Shatner here, who has worked as Skysoft's makeup artist. Liz, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. So uh, we have two uh, portions of this show. The first portion is where we just ask questions about pretty much uh, your role. So the first question is, Specifically, what has been your role for the Skysoft team? Uh, as a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Well, I also as an entertainer, because I'm pretty silly. I mean, okay. I'm, I am the first face they see and the last one. So um, I, I, uh, I'm pretty happy. So I guess I got them in a good mood, too. So I, you had that infectious, I- <laughs> infectious uh, uh, optimism and positivity. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so how long have you been working professionally with makeup? Three years. Three years? Mm-hmm. And how did you get started in this field? Um, well, I moved to the United States like about three, a little more than three years ago. Wow. Um, and I was thinking, what was I going to do with my life? Because what I was doing was which, uh, psychology. Oh, okay. Uh, wasn't a thing that I wanted to do anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, well, what do, what is it that I would like to do? Because I like to do it, not because of the money. Yeah. And um, I thought, well, I like pets and I like <laughs> makeup. Yeah. Uh, I just ended up, ended up choosing makeup, went back to school, and just started from there. Wow. It's funny you say that because my major was actually psychology as well, and I'm really? not doing anything psychological with it either. So... But I think it kind of sets you up on that path towards thinking about your own thinking. Like, yeah. what is it that you really, truly want to do? So, mm, Yeah, no, you know what? It's, it's like I, I still love psychology. I mm-hmm. am amazed by it. I am intrigued by it. It's very interesting to me. I just don't want to practice it as a profession. <laughs> yeah, that requires a whole lot more schooling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you don't mind me asking, where did you move from? Tijuana. Tijuana, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people know this, uh, but my family is actually from Mexico, too. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad is from Guanajuato, and my mom is from Tijuana. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up here in San Diego. Yeah, cool. Born and raised. So I'm one of those rare unicorns that <laughs> is like, every, every time people ask me about that, they're like, you were born and raised? And I'm like, yeah. And then they just, their minds are blown. So, <laughs> um, so I'm very curious about this field. I don't really know too much about it, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of one of my first questions is, what is the process like of developing ideas for makeup? So, you know, when I think about it, I would imagine that it's something that's kind of fairly collaborative, that, you know, you have your ideas for what you want to do. The actors have their ideas for they, what they want to do. And then you kind of come to some sort of compromise. But, I mean, what is the, the process like of developing that? Uh, actually, that, that is a very good idea of what happened in this um, in this set. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always like that, but in this case, it did. Um, basically, 
reading the script, you get an idea of what the character um, characteristics are. Okay. Physically, mm -hmm. and also uh, Monroe was pretty good at like just showing, like drawing out like what she oh, okay. was looking for. But also, she's really good at letting the actors choose how they want to look. So it was very collaborative uh, with the story, her idea, the actor's idea, and and, and my input in it. Mm -hmm. um, but basically what you do every time is that you have to read the script a few times and mm -hmm. figure out how they look according to the script uh, with the, their personality and whatever uh, description you can find there. Yeah. So you need to know the show as well as the actors and the director and everyone else do. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also to know which makeup I'm doing at that at that time yeah. because uh, I it, it goes according to the scene and sometimes you have uh. to keep like the continuity so you have to have pictures what day was shot like what's the scene what's happening uh, if someone got a kick on the face then you're gonna know mm -hmm. how you how if they got blood or it just got a bruise or just red yeah and so on. Yeah. okay yeah. yeah and I would imagine that you also have to you know, consider skin tone and stuff like that as well when applying makeup. So uh, how do you deal with, with that portion of it? Well, that's that's a basic thing. It doesn't, I did not consider skin tone in every, because okay. yeah. so, some of them, you don't want them to look like themselves. Well, actually all of them, you don't want them to look like themselves, but if they have some kind of, um, for example, I think the only people that I, really consider skin tone on was um, everyone in the real world mm. and Marilla. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. uh, probably in the beginning with, with um, what's uh, Eve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. not really uh -huh. because uh, they were pretty dirty so you want him to look either dirty, tired, or dead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. consider their skin tone. I will consider them paler. Okay. But that that is more of a basic thing, like for beauty makeup. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Not, not necessarily. Not necessarily for character makeup. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had kind of touched on it a little bit, but so what are some other variables that you have to consider when applying makeup? So I was thinking like heavy lighting, or like in the case of Fox when there was outdoor elements as well. So how do you kind of prepare uh, for those unknown sort of variables? <laughs> or sometimes the light is known, but... Yeah, the, the lighting is a big thing. It's uh -huh. just, uh, since we were shooting outside and the outdoor lighting is like the best, mm -hmm. um, it was pretty easy. No, you know what? It wasn't because we were doing makeup <laughs> at like 4 a.m. in the morning yeah. where the sun has nowhere wow, to be found. Yeah. And I was just doing makeup in a bathroom so i just kind of tweaked it as i was throughout the day if it needed to be tweaked okay but i mean mostly when we were shooting that early it was for the um dream world okay so yeah i didn't have to consider much <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hard. Mm -hmm. uh. that ties into my next question is um do you think it's easier to do makeup for real characters, like characters that are based off of like just normal people, or more for fantasy characters such as like 
Fox and Ra and like what's easier yeah Uh, I I guess easier would be for real characters because that's pretty much um normal (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) it's not too out of the ordinary still like even in in the um real characters sometimes uh i there was a scene with one of the characters where she's like crying and she has like Mm. been crying for like i don't know days or hours but i had to make her like all red and splotchy because she has really nice skin actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had to kind of ruin her skin look but yeah, no, I, I think the beauty makeup is the easiest. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was thinking is because. But not like, the more fun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I would imagine it'd be harder for the real characters because you're trying to, like in the case of someone crying or being upset, like you're trying to create an aesthetic that we all know to be a natural human thing. So you have mm-hmm. to like copy the natural thing. Whereas in fantasy world, you can kind of come up with like all sorts of rules and variations I can kind of tweak it a bit. Yeah, it, yeah, no, that that's a good point because it is harder to recreate reality mm. than something you invented because you, it's your invention, you know what it tells you how it should look, it just looks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um of of the shows and the characters that you've gotten to work on, uh which makeup job has been the easiest for you and which has been the most most challenging? I guess the more challenging was this old, um, old homeless lady. Oh, wow. Okay. That was fun, but it was a lot of uh, latex on her face to make mm. her old because she wasn't old. <laughs> her hair was this, had this beautiful curls. Obviously, I destroyed it. I mean, for the look. Um, <laughs> yeah. Her teeth were all yellow and oh, stained. My I gave her like a mole with some hair. It looked really fun. hairy mole. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. And then, I guess the easiest. I think the easiest was was the crying one. <laughs> really? I just, okay. Um, yeah, it was just making a little bit of a, her. She has a little bit of protruding eyes, so mm. it was easy to make them more um, tired. Okay. And then the retinas was just like red paint, so I didn't take that much i think Hmm. that's part of the easiest yeah so then in like some situations then some people come like like they already have certain features that you can just they're already there you just have to kind of accentuate them a little bit or something yeah Mm -hmm. that's really cool um kind of switching it back more towards uh skysoft uh i heard that it (laughs) a little birdie told me that it took uh quite a few hours to do the makeup and everything for Penelope from 365. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> what made that process uh, so challenging, so time consuming? Well, you gotta kind of cover his real face and then <laughs> yeah. kind of put another face on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's not just the face, you gotta do the wig and then he did the nails. Actually, he was pretty good at doing his own nails. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. he, so I didn't have to do that and um, and then he he wanted to accentuate his boobs, <laughs> so that was fun. So it, it wasn't some just contouring, just yeah, some contouring. <laughs> yeah. And I think what I took more time in mm-hmm. uh, was probably covering his brows. 
Because oh, okay. he has really nice brows Very and making his eyes bigger because he hardly has any eyes. <laughs> it's like really <laughs> making them pop. Yeah, and I, I gave him some. Uh, I don't want to call it a hard time because we were playing, but yeah, yeah, kind of a hard time. Like I can't like close your eyes. I can't. You have no space. I gotta <laughs> can't make work in more these space. conditions. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that that was the most elaborate makeup in the whole. Box or 365. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, what was the that whole process like? Like, where did you start? Um, like, what were the first things you had to do to get uh, Oran into, or not Oran Hunter into <laughs> Penelope? Uh, uh, cover his brows. That was the first. So that was step. first. Like, make sure that he doesn't have any oil. So I clean, clean his face and then do like cover this brows. And after covering his brows, I have to like um, correct. Color correct. Let's say color okay. correct. Yeah. Uh, the color of his brows and his beard and his mustache, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then you can uh, apply all the layers of makeup on it. Okay. So that's what I mean. Like you first gonna have to erase his face and then yeah, like preparing the canvas one. in a way. And 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 that was like the easiest part to just put another face on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I also heard from another little bird that it oh, took longer to do Fox's makeup than it did to do Gwen's. Like, so why do you think? <laughs> why do you think that was the case? I think it's the case of a, a character versus a normal makeup. Uh -huh. I mean, it was still a character, but what I did to make her look old was just pack the makeup, like do do all the wrong things that you don't want to do when you're uh -huh. makeup. Yeah. So she can look older, mm -hmm. but with Fox, I, I think also I don't know. I I guess I didn't think it took, that long. <laughs> but uh, maybe it's just creating the character. I have to like change the shape of her brows mm. when I was doing Fox. Mm -hmm. Do her scar. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then she had a smoky eye, which I think I got pretty fast at it. And uh, I don't know. So, what is your favorite material to work with when you're doing makeup? Material to work with? Or your with? favorite brand or your favorite item? Mm, I don't think I have a favorite thing or a favorite brand because if it, it depends on what product I'm using that I would prefer a brand. Okay. And... Like a favorite thing is not it's not about the actual products. Like out of all the powders, this is my favorite powder. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. say that, but not as like oh I love I do love mascara, but like it's a personal thing, not for using on set or, or doing anyone's makeup. That's <laughs> part of it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't think I have like a favorite thing that I okay. like. To Maybe eyeshadow to be more creative with okay. colors. But. Kind of converse, conversely then, is there any item that like always really gave you a hard time that you didn't really want to work with? Mm. Probably whenever I didn't have like the right uh, like products. Um, ah. I remember I was trying to make uh, John black older mm. I didn't have the right uh, latex to do that so mm. I was trying to get there with 
another type of latex, mm -hmm. which didn't work. Mm. And I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it could work, but no, it it, it looked awful. Oh, <laughs> it would be very noticeable. Yeah, we just didn't we didn't use it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny you say that because like. Looking back at the show, I would have never guessed that he even had any latex on. So, you know. No, no he didn't. Oh, like, he didn't. So have any, you'll all. see that uh, Joel, at the end of uh, season uh, two, he looked much older and mm -hmm. like burned from the <laughs> sun and all that. Yeah. He actually had latex. He latex did. Okay. On. Well, even still, so, like I couldn't notice it on him either. Yeah. So for that, he worked. I mean, for him, it worked, but it gotcha. didn't work for. The character of Mr. Black. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. so what what kind of steps do you have to take in order to, you know, conceal that latex to make it look as natural as possible? You have to have really good foundation okay, <laughs> and mm -hmm. really good colors. I used um, alcohol and watercolors and cream colors. I, I think it has to do with the, the whole coloring job that mm -hmm. makes it look good and the lighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have to have like a good variety of, of hues to work with. Yeah, well, yeah, the, mm -hmm. the hues that you need and the reference picture. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so you said you've worked with latex. Have you worked with any other prosthetics as well? Mm-hmm. With foam prosthetics, um, silicone, gelatin, yeah. uh, actually the uh, the gash that okay. um, Fox had in uh, well, uh, one of the scenes of season two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that was a fun day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a silicone that I, a prosthetic that I made. Wow. Okay. So, so that was that was fun. How did you make that? Uh, very carefully. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I uh, I actually made that with a mold. You, it's 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 called encapsulated silicone. Okay. So what you do is that you you put some silicone and inside the silicone. You, I'm sorry, you put some. Um, what do you encapsulate? What did I encapsulate it with? <laughs> I don't, I really don't remember. But you because silicone it doesn't really stick to anything. You need to encapsulate it so it's I thick. See. So the, the the silicone will make the uh, the shape of whatever prosthetic oh. you want to use, but it has to be like inside something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that then you will uh, stick to whatever you want to stick to. Okay, um, just like for my own curiosity, mm -hmm. uh, can you kind of differentiate between all those other ones that you said? You said foam. You said. Uh, so it, it's okay the the foam uh, material is like foamy like you can squeeze it okay. you know those toys that have been popping out everywhere that you like cupcake and you squeeze it and oh then it comes. yeah it, and it's then kind of kinda... like that those are more um you won't do that with a prosthetic <laughs> yeah but it is squeezable and you'll you'll see them a lot because they look very very natural like in hollow in halloween you'll see people with like the the um the uh, werewolf faces. Oh yeah, and and they're not hard. Mm -hmm. It's probably foam. Okay. Um, for gelatin, it's literally gelatin. They uh -huh. put gelatin in a mold, and just like how you make those jello yeah. stars or whatever, it's it's that. It, but it's not gonna be as watery. Okay. So it has more texture. 
Um, the Silco and I already told you. And then um, I, th- I think that's that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, do you work with like specific types of tools when you're when you're doing makeup artistry? Mm. Besides, I know there's Besides probably the brushes? brushes, but <laughs> like, is there any other tools like for to make the molds or anything like that? Well, if you have a mold and you just use that, the molds can be, excuse me, it can be silicone. It can be, mm, you know what? That's the only one I've used, <laughs> the silicone <laughs> molds. Uh-huh. And I, I use my mixing palette and my spatula so I don't have to contaminate my product, uh-huh. alcohol, it's for sanitation, uh, brush cleaner, so my brush stay clean as I'm working throughout the day, um, and then I wash them when I come home. Okay. Um, I don't know what else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for tool, I mean, other than brushes, that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty much a, like a clip maybe to take, put their head back. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. The rest of it's like the product that I use. Okay. How long did it take you to build up this collection of mm. tools and materials? It didn't take me that long mm-hmm. because I bought it all. All at once. <laughs> at once. Yeah. Because I needed it when I went to school. Uh, luckily, gotcha. my school was very good at uh, having us buy a, pro, a, a real pro kit mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, here's like a really cheap kit and you can learn with that. And then when you get out, you have to reinvest, you know, no, to yeah. get a pro kit. So I did have some of what, well, a lot of what I, what I used. Right from the get-go. Yeah, from the get-go. That's pretty cool. Um, what school did you go to, actually? Uh, it's called Makiyash Makeup Academy. Makiyash Makeup Academy. Mm-hmm. Is that here in... Uh, San Diego, yeah. San Diego? Mm-hmm. And how long did you um, take classes there? How long were you studying? Uh, I think it was like... I think, I think it was five months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's the typical amount of time that people usually go to school for makeup artistry? It it depends on what uh, classes you're taking. Okay. So it could. I mean, I've seen makeup courses for like a week. Really? I don't know what wow. they uh-huh. learn. They're like like how deep they go. I don't think <laughs> yeah at all. Yeah. But. I mean, I also did not take just one course. It was like no, basic yeah, was beauty makeup, like the wedding makeup, and you got the fashion makeup, and then character and as effects. Mm-hmm. So I took more than just basic stuff. Yeah. So have you gotten a chance to work in each of those different types of makeup? Like, I didn't even know that mm-hmm. wedding makeup was a thing, but that makes sense. Uh, fashion makeup. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I've gotten a little chance to work in, in fashion. Uh, mainly it's been uh, like uh, character and SFX kind of makeup. Okay. Uh, I don't have I like full-blown SFX where you, <laughs> you like can make a Jar Jar Banks <laughs> yeah. out of, I don't know. Uh, but <clears throat> definitely that that is character makeup. And weddings, I do, I mean, San Diego is the capital of weddings. Oh my goodness, so it's, yeah. It's easy to get that. And uh, basic beauty makeup, that's it's kind gotcha. of wedding makeup. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And fashion. Oh, I already said fashion. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and again, like this is all like new to me. Like this mm-hmm. is blowing my mind. So for wedding makeup, do you do it for the bride and the groom? The bridesmaids, the best man forever? Uh, 
the men usually don't get makeup okay. unless for some reason the bride tricks them into <laughs> getting something okay. done. Uh-huh. And actually, my husband <laughs> got a little bit of powder <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> before our wedding. Yeah. And so after I was done with my makeup, like, well, I had someone do my makeup. I wanted to oh, be pampered yeah, yeah. that day. Yeah. So I had someone do my makeup. And then um, before we went out, I was like, hey, mister. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> hey, you. You're a little red here. You come here and... Uh, yeah, I don't want to be alone just, in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was just... He was just a little red. Yeah. For the pictures, you know? Of course. Yeah. You, <laughs> you got to have those memorable pictures. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, earlier, you had spoken about... You had said, like, some of the no-nos of makeup, like like mistakes or something that can happen. So what are some things to generally avoid when you're doing makeup artistry or some things to kind of be cautious about? Well, I think that my biggest no-no is sanitation. Well, not, not no sanitation, but like, don't be dirty. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that is a big thing for me. I mean, you're putting all this on people's faces and if you cross-contaminate, you can yeah. uh, like give someone an, uh, uh, an infection that where they yeah. do not have it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and no-nos are the mascara is a big thing where you can't use the brush that comes in the mascara. Really? I've heard of some horror story where they do really? use the brush just as says, or they put alcohol on the brush before they put it on the eye, which is oh kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah. But no, you don't use the brush. You just use to, you know, close the mascara. No, you take it off and you use a, a disposable spoolie. That's the easiest way to do it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then you throw that one away. You do not double dip. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, when you're using your spatula to get product out of a cup or palette or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've seen people like use, okay, they take the product out and use their brush on the spatula to take the product, oh. put it on their faces and Ooh. go back to the spatula. Oh, put on the faces. oh I need more product. I'm going to use the spatula without cleaning it. That's no, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like clean. Okay. You're going to do that. That's fine. Just clean the spatula before you put it back in your pot where you don't want to contaminate. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you have like a, a towel or something to put between the horrible condition you're working in Jeez. and your products. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been in a horrible condition yet, but it's, it's, I mean, when it's dusty and everything, you, you get a to keep it clean if a uh, brush drops clean it and then keep using it yeah i I guess for me these are simple basic things like that but some people don't notice it yeah yeah i mean it even sounds like not that i'm an expert in this field either but it, it almost sounds like a lot of the same things that a painter would do like with their brushes and cleaning their brushes and you know making sure that all of that is set as well so yeah, I, I mean, yeah, uh, the especially because you put your canvas is a, a person. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Have you ever run into like any sticky situations with people? Like, you put on the wrong thing and they got an allergic reaction to it or something? Or, hmm. or no, I, I've never. Fortunate? I've never really had anyone have a reaction mm-hmm. to the product. But then again, sometimes I don't ever see them after they leave my mm-hmm. chair. <laughs> Uh, the I think like the the bad situation that I was in it was like the first time I did a bride, 
did the uh, oh, no, bridesmaid the first time too. And it was oh, like almost like right after school. Yeah. Like, and, You're like, I got this. <laughs> I got, no, I was hella <laughs> oh, nervous. No. Yeah. That was how, I, I always feel nervous, but like I was hella nervous, but I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this because I was trained to do this. And I'm doing the, the mistake I did was, uh, I was gonna put setting spray on. That's the last step that you do. Oh. So it's like hairspray, but for your face, so mm-hmm. everything just stays in place. Hmm. Uh, and I forgot to tell her to close her eyes. <laughs> oh, you're like, here we go. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Some spray, spray. But that was it. She was pretty cool about it, actually. Oh, so okay. it's like, no, no, that's okay. She's just like <laughs> crying a little bit. I was like, sorry. I'll so get these sorry. tears out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, you know, you do and you learn. You live and you learn, right? Mm-hmm. You make your mistakes. And right. I bet you never did that again. I know I haven't. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, so, uh, what makeup uh, are you the most proud of in your work with Skysoft specifically? Like, what is the one thing that where you watch back the old episodes and you're like, that's that, my work right there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the makeup that challenged me the most was like Marilla mm. because of the lines yeah. that I had to make and uh, I had no ruler you know <laughs> I was I forgot yeah. my ruler I'm just kidding no I just like, <laughs> there's no there was no rule to keep a okay. ruler well, in the I was, I was I was falling for it <laughs> I don't know anything about this no, uh, <laughs> I was no, like that must I be very strange the, to have yeah, a ruler against that'd be face. interesting I, I bet there's something like that yeah. maybe tape they do the wing oh. eyeliner like that right mm-hmm you don't even know. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. You could tell me anything, and Ooh, I'm all yeah, in. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Did Beyonce's makeup? Yes, of it course, was of course. Perfect. Yeah. That's why she's the queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're most proud of uh, Marilla's work making all the lines. I th- I th- yeah, I think I was like am more proud when something is more challenging. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily the more ch- most challenging makeup I've ever done. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I was, I was happy how it looked. Cause mm-hmm. At first, I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, let's see how this comes out." Yeah. I was like, oh, "I like it. Let's keep doing that." Yeah, it's a pretty iconic look, I have to say. Like, uh, there's a lot of you know memorable characters and memorable uh, makeup in the show, but I think that's very like striking the the lines that she has. So in terms of how you came up with that, was that, again, like something that you had an idea for right off the bat? Or did no, uh, Janelle kind of come with come to you with that? Uh, she had an idea of how, uh, what kind of um, shapes she wanted on her face. And there was this uh, look of an Indian with some triangles mm-hmm. on her face. Mm-hmm. And then she had another look, which I don't remember exactly what it was. But we kind of mixed those together with um, Rose's idea, with my idea, mm. and whatever I thought of at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, again, so, it's a collaborative effort, yes, right? Yes, it mm-hmm. was an all me. That's really cool. I like that. Um, just kind of questions about the industry in itself. How do you think the rise of like CGI has affected the field of practical makeup? I think it helps the movie. I don't, I mean, I've heard people saying that, oh, it's going to kill a makeup artist. I don't think so. Okay. I really don't think so. The value of having 
that monster in front of you mm-hmm. is so uh, big that mm-hmm. you will n- never replace it with just the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps. And uh, I mean, just, you know, having a someone with cameras pointed to their face so they can convert it to a monkey later. <laughs> you know, yeah. You've seen that one, I right? Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's fun, but... When you have a big dinosaur trying to eat your arm, <laughs> yeah, you want to have the you want to have the dinosaur, you know, even if it's yeah. just the head, mm-hmm. it's something that helps you uh, react to your scene and mm-hmm. to what you need to do. So I, I I think it's it's not good, it's not killing makeup at all. It's just helping the movie industry to work faster, maybe. I see. Yeah, I think in my research uh, before interviewing you. I was trying to look up like very iconic uh, makeup work, and one of them, I think they were talking about Benjamin Button uh-huh. and how they combined practical makeup with CGI to kind of mm-hmm. have that effect yeah. of him aging in reverse. So I thought that was really cool. I didn't know that they could work yeah. hand in hand, side by side. So yeah, so th- I mean that happened in uh, Deadpool too. Uh, oh, okay. Like Deadpool also. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah. The, the, because. Uh, when they put the mask on, there's like I think there's a scene where he has to he has the mask um, halfway and he has to put it mm. on. They couldn't do it with the makeup. Uh, I think it would ruin it or didn't fit. I don't know exactly what the issue was. So they they had to do CGI, ah. but it didn't take away from the makeup artist no, doing their yeah. work. You know. Yeah, I like that. That's really cool, actually. Um, and then kind of my last question about just the job itself is. Um, <laughs> has being a makeup artist affected the way that you do your own makeup on a day-to-day basis? I think so. Okay. Uh, because sometimes I just don't want to hear about makeup at all, so I don't do sh- <laughs> nothing on my yeah. face. Oh, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I don't do shit on my <laughs> face. <Yeah>. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, also the other way that it's affected is like, oh, now I know what lines to follow or what colors go with what, and I don't do just brown. You know? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you kind of try to stay on top of the trends in makeup? I, it's, yeah, I do. It's not, it's not like a, like, oh, I have to keep no, it. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, the information is out there already. Mm-hmm. Just got to kind of click, make a few clicks and it's, mm-hmm. it's there. So it's really easy to, Keep up with the trends, especially if you follow Mac, because they make a lot of those. If you follow they, oh, Mac, M-A-C? Mac Cosmetics, okay, yeah, because they're um, they kind of govern a lot of the runways, and that's where mm. the trends come up, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And celebrities, you gotta follow. Of course, the, of course. the way that I see it, if you watch um, shows that are going on right now, you'll see what the trends are. Yeah. So, I mean, can you kind of, like, illuminate what some of those trends currently are? Like, what's the the big thing right now? Yeah, all the crazy glitter. There's a lot of glitter going on right I now. I noticed that. And that the I fantasy, didn't like, mermaids and unicorns <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, just, it depends on what's what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. So, there's, I think, glitter's, like, bumping. So... At this point, we're going to get into the hypothetical type questions. So usually when we have like a cast member, it's kind of asking them about their character. But um, in your case, it's just going to be asking you about your role and your position. So the first one is if you could do makeup for any genre of movie, which would you choose and why? 
I really would like to do comedy. Comedy? Okay, I was not expecting that. Really? So why comedy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do the craziest, uh, more silliest uh, makeups, and I like to do character really? makeup, and I'm silly, so I think I would just fit right in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So what what kind of uh, makeup would you do generally in like a comedy type movie? Uh, have you seen SNL? Yes. Okay. So, well, that, okay, so, so, so uh, characters I see that what you're look saying. like someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be like exaggerated like that, but I would love to work in something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Any any comedy movies good, but I, I like those kind of shows more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I would like to do. So it would just be a lot of fun yeah. to be a part of that. That's and really stress. cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, if you had the opportunity to redesign the makeup of any famous character, who would you choose and what would you change? So, I mean, for example, when I was doing my research, I was thinking of like Edward Scissorhands. He has this Mm -hmm. very iconic look or, um, I have him right here loaded up. Uh, even like, um, who was this? This was from monster for Charlize Theron, you know, she became totally unrecognizable, Mm -hmm. you know? So any, and Planet of the Apes, of course, like the classic. So thinking along those lines, if there's any kind of iconic character that you can think of that you would want to redesign them, like how would you do that? I don't think I have anyone that I want to redesign just because if I, you redesign them, you completely, mm. you might change what it was there. You can redesign on a remake mm-hmm. you know to make it your own yeah and here's i find that the thing about art like and makeup as an art it's really hard to recreate someone else's work so whenever you do try to copy it or just get inspiration from it you still end up with something different yeah so i I don't have a specific character that I would say, oh, they should have done this or yeah. that. Yeah. Because uh, that, that is the character. That's what I know. But if I would uh, be take an opportunity to make a remake of that mm-hmm. character, of that movie or whatever it is, sure. I would probably make it my own uh, according to the script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just would have to read the script first. I <laughs> yeah. Don't know. yeah. Yeah, I was thinking kind of when you started saying that, because I didn't think about that, but that makes sense. Um, it kind of brought up, I was thinking of Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the original Willy Wonka, and then Tim Burton did his take on it, right. which was very different. Mm-hmm. But I think at the same time, we were also having a different look at who Willy Wonka was, mm-hmm. uh, for better and for worse, you know, determining, depending on Super what interpretation different. you want. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So then, in that case, then, is there any makeup that you really admire, then, from, like, any iconic characters? You're like, wow, like, that's such impressive work. I mean, Monster was an impressive work. Yeah. I, I love makeups that make you look like you're, quote, unquote, normal, mm-hmm. but to completely different. Yeah. So when they make someone look, uh, like, older or bald when they're not bald mm-hmm. and then um it's i mean it sounds simpler than it is but no, when yeah. you get someone to look completely different mm-hmm. that is impressive oh yeah yeah 
because I have the picture up here, and it's just like when I was looking at it, I just I couldn't believe it. It's just so different. But, of Willy Wonka? Of um, Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, they, I, I, I'm pretty sure they use like prosthetics. Oh, they had to. It must have taken a ton of work. Really? And, and also the, the, the actor makes it all that yes. come alive, you know? Well, I'm glad you asked that because the next question was, <laughs> uh, if you had the chance to work with any actor or actress, uh, who would you want to work with? I like uh, Paul Rudd. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, also the leading people from uh, Portlandia. I would love to work in Portlandia. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, Fred Armisen and Remember? I think it's um, something with a C. Like, yeah. Yeah. Carrie, sorry. Carrie Brownstein or something. Carrie like Brownstein. Yeah. Something sorry, like Carrie. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So just back in that comedy scene and kind yeah. of sketch stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I now that I think about it, it gives you a lot more freedom and a lot more like liberties to kind of take because you're creating all these different sets of characters mm-hmm. with one set of actors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And you said you like challenges so that would definitely be yeah. a fun challenge yeah all right well um do you have any tips or advice for anyone who wants to get into the the field of makeup artistry um it's not an easy thing to do because most most of the people who are in this business are freelancers or at mm-hmm. least that's how they start how we start and having your own business is not easy uh, because especially like artistic people would rather just focus on the art of it. Yeah. So making it your business, marketing and making connections and whatever you need to do, make yeah. your business becomes really hard. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, it's very fun. It's very yeah. fun, especially if you're creative because you get to be creative. Um and it's I feel like play time when I'm working uh, and just like any other job you'll have stressful moments just mm-hmm. because it's something you're doing something you love it doesn't mean that you're not gonna be stressed yeah. or then you're not gonna um, uh, step into something difficult and you gotta practice this and come from one point to the other just because you take a course you learn that <laughs> you can implement that but you still need the practice and yeah. practice will make you better and just keep heading towards perfection well she'll never get there <laughs> but yeah. you know you just just keep getting better and never never stop mm-hmm. learning uh, school is depending on where you like to practice it's not necessary you know, okay. sometimes you don't need a license, wow. but you always do need to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, for example, uh, me, I I would rather work with someone that has the willing to learn, who's nice, who's <laughs> proactive, yeah. has a, has a good attitude, mm-hmm. and doesn't have the best skills who's responsible, who you can rely on, than someone that has really great skills but has a bad attitude, and I don't know if yeah. it's going to be there. It's going to show up, you know? Yeah. So I, I can teach you skills. I can teach you tricks. <laughs> yeah. I cannot teach you personality or responsibility. Mm-hmm. So if you have a good attitude, 
you like to be creative and you like to challenge yourself and uh, know that it's not going to be easy, mm -hmm. welcome in. Yeah. So it's just a matter of having a little bit of humility too. Like, always. Yeah. Always. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in this set uh, and I was just, simple thing, powdering, mm -hmm. sorry, powdering the extras. <laughs> just yeah. making sure they're not shiny. Yeah. That's it. It's simple. <laughs> and I encountered this girl who would refuse to get powder. And it's an extra. She's an extra. Wow. Yeah. She refused to get powder on. And I'm like, well, you want me to use your powder? She's like, I don't use powder. And she was shiny. You need powder. Yeah. So what it's happened is that I told uh, the, the person who's uh, in charge of the extra, says, you know what? If you're going to use her, make sure it's not a headshot because she's really shiny and she doesn't want any powder. Jeez. And her answer was, well, who is it? And, and I had yeah. to tell her, like, yeah. who was. And she's like, well, I'm just not going to use her. And that was, yeah. she just wasted yeah. her day because she didn't want powder. Yeah. So, uh, if you, I mean, and, and I understand if you have a sensitivity oh, to, yeah. that's, or, but that's or why allergy. Ask, yeah. But bring your own that's, Yeah, that's shit, why you, you asked know? that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you were, <laughs> just because now I'm like, I was like thinking about it. So you were saying like, practice is important for anything that you do. Yeah. So like, how do you like practice with like makeup artists? Do you just have like a friend that you can practice on, or do you have like mannequins? That you can practice <laughs> on, or, well, like... well, at first, at first it was friends or yeah. whoever uh, was willing to sit on my chair. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I I am. The more gigs I get, yeah, the more practice I get. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of keep doing it. Well, this has certainly been a very fascinating conversation. I feel like I've learned a lot. Um, that's all the time we have. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Anything that you're working on right now? Uh, no, I always keep jumping from job to job. So the, uh, I guess, uh, when is this coming out? Uh, I don't know if I can talk about it. This is the thing, working film and TV. Yeah. It, a lot of it is hush-hush, like mm -hmm. top secret. You can't talk about it until you're like, until it's out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Let's just say this will be out in the next month or two. Yeah. Okay, then no, no, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <thanks>. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, uh, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you thank for, you. you know, educating me. <laughs> you know, I definitely uh, love love learning things that are you know, not within my realm. Uh, as a reminder, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So just search for SkySoft, and you'll find us there. Please make sure to subscribe to us on those platforms so you never miss an episode and rate and review us. And of course, for all things Skysoft, including full episodes, cast and show info, and other updates, be sure to check out skysoftentertainment.com. Again, that's skysoftentertainment.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Daniel Andrade, reminding you that sometimes the greatest truths are found beyond the page. <laughs>